welcome to episode 37 of After All This Time Always. With me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Demelza Robbins of the podcast. Okay. Yeah, can't remember them either. It's Joe Power! <laughs> <laughs> I, was so, I was worried I wasn't going to get that joke. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. Well, how are we doing, guys? Still means you're a member of the Gryffindor Quidditch team. Does it? Yeah. So, you know, okay. just okay. not very memorable. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Forgettable member. Forgettable member. A high achiever, but didn't make a lot of friends. No. How are you guys doing? Good. On this fine, fine Monday evening, the night before the new... <laughs> the night, Fantastic yes. Beast trailer drops. Twas, twas, yeah. <laughs> Good times with recording. Um, exactly. So you're going to get a fresh reaction. Oh, the first. Would you? Would you think? Would you think it'll be like? Do you think it'll be a good one? I think um, it'll be really cinematic. I think so too. Really? Much like today's episode. Yes. Oh, loved I, it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mind that at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, lovely. Lovely. Yeah, we're going to be talking films, uh, memories of the cinema, our first memories of the cinema. Because um, I think a lot of. How old were you all? When you first went to cinema, let's have that question. Uh, I imagine I would have been three or four, but I can't. Rem- I can't actually remember the first <laughs> film I saw. But we'll get into it a bit. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah. Get How's your week been? All good? Yeah, fine, man. You? Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were so you you threw the ball with me very quickly there. Absolutely, Jim. That was that was the equivalent of you playing football with you. You were yeah, just that like, was... nope, that will do. <laughs> Pass the ball back. I got a touch and that, I passed that. it on to someone else and to do something with it. Yeah, good. I uh, I've gigged uh, this weekend. I went to um, Eastbourne on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very nice. I was gigging for a ho- uh, it was a sort of charity event for a hospice, uh, which is a very worthy cause. Uh, the headliner was Paul Zenon. Do you remember Paul Zenon? He's like magician guy used to be on TV. Mm. I remember watching his programs and and I said I, I sort of left it until we'd done the show. And afterwards I said, Paul, can I get a photo with you? I just I remember um, sort of watching uh, your TV program like uh, Christmas Eve one year. And he went, oh, "Oh, that, my mum made me, let me stay up. And he went, oh, that makes me feel old. Took the picture, looked up that program. It was 1999. Oh, wow. Yeah, Paul Zenon's Tricky Christmas. Wait, your mum let you stay up? You were 12 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it was like late, late. It was like. Oh, like midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it X-rated tricks? No, no, unfortunately (laughs) not. Why is he in the graveyard slot then? (laughs) The scary film. I cannot remember. I just remember knowing that it was quite late and right. thinking I should probably get to sleep because otherwise Santa's not going to come. Mm. No, true. Right. And then on the Saturday night, I'd gigged in Bristol um, uh, and it was not a lovely gig. I mm. went there with my friend Mark, uh, who is uh, another who's a comedian who's also on the bill. He lives in Canterbury, so we drove together, did a road trip. And then when we got there, he went on absolutely fine. Then when the headliner was on, there was a bit of a ruckus uh, in the crowd. Uh, there was four guys really drunk, and they were talking to the owner of the club. And they looked; they, I could hear them being quite abusive. So I did what any self-respecting guy would do. Mm-hmm. I went and got a bigger boy. I went back because <laughs> <laughs> yes, I knew man. Mark uh, is uh, a qualified judo instructor. So oh, lovely! Like, and I was doing the maths. I was like, "Well, this, yeah, <laughs> at least this will be now like four on two and a half." So, <laughs> um, but then luckily security turned up and it calmed down. But I just remember thinking to myself. Well done. Cause I, well done for getting the bigger mm, boy. Because there was, there was just, all, I sort of walked in and just went, Mark, could kick off, mate. Uh, we, might, <laughs> we might be needed. Because uh, um, that guy gets me a lot. The, the owner of the club does 
put a lot of my work my way in. Oh, so does he really? I okay. could do it without him being hospitalised. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, uh, so you were looking out for yourself. <laughs> I was. I was looking out for everyone, <laughs> for everyone involved. Right. Um, yeah. uh, but also, this this is something that happened um, with a uh, friend of the show, Michael's Corner. Oh yeah. Um, we know Mike. I know well, him. How would, you, how would you define one of Mike's characteristics? A uh, very friendly, smiley guy. Friend, he's a leg slapper, isn't he? He is a leg yeah. slapper. He is a leg slapper. Now, yeah. this weekend, um, unfortunately, uh, so I couldn't go to this weekend. It was a weekend away in Brighton. bunch of friends going down there. My wife went. Mike went. Okay. Um, and uh, my wife told me this happened. Uh, she was uh, turned on her side uh, talking to Mike. And then Mike went to do the leg slap. Completely missed. Slapped her on the ass. Oh! <laughs> Michael and said she. He said he was he was absolutely mortified. He is, <laughs> and he probably will be even more mortified that I've now told it on the podcast. <laughs> right, he's got a three episode ban for that. That's a straight red card. Yeah, straight red. <laughs> Especially as when he got home yesterday, I was like, "Oh, how was Brighton?" He was like, "Yeah, fine." I was like, and he, "Yeah, of course he did." He went behind like, and went and crawled in the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you get up to? He's like, oh, no, no uh, much. nothing happened. Any nothing stories? Happened. Uh, no, not really. We just <laughs> went out, had some food. <laughs> I was like, the whole weekend, something must have happened. Now we know. Yeah, now we know. <laughs> now we know. And now we've Well, my week was a lot less eventful. I went and saw the League of Gentlemen. At oh, the how was O2. that? Yeah, it was really good. It it didn't sell that well though, it wasn't? It definitely wasn't sold out, it was, oh. which was quite sad to see. But uh, like, what, as in proper noticeable. Yeah, as in like the the top tier of the O2, which is a massive venue, and they yeah. are playing Hammersmith Apollo as well. Yeah, but yeah, the top tier is like maybe the first two rows of the top tier were taken, and the rest of it was empty. But oh, right, having but it was a great show though, very yeah. very funny. A lot a lot of new stuff as well as the classic stuff. It was really That's good. good for anyone who enjoys League of Gentlemen. It was a very good show. Never really got into it. No, me neither. Oh. Well, you would have hated it then. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. But so you had, you had, seeing, no, you seeing... had absolutely no qualms about the show. Uh, you enjoyed it. Yeah. For, yeah what I'm for trying the... to say is you didn't have any peeves. I, did, I had no peeves. Now, uh, do we have any peeves from last week? Let's see if Pat screams. Peeves? Uh, he did scream. Yeah, not, not too many. Um, Tom... Uh, you said you'll talk about your short film when it comes out because yes. it's because uh, it's good to cross promote yes. between the the podcast and and personal ventures. And so I'm going to take this opportunity to say to our UK listeners to Here tune into Channel Five tonight at <laughs> nine p.m. to watch the second episode of Michael Palin in North Korea. When you say tonight, what's tonight? Thursday, 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 right, Thursday night. Thursday, right, Thursday night, the night of release. Night of release. Uh, Dan Brown is not one of these England's great writers. He's American. Dan uh, Brown's American. Yeah. Well, oh, I thought you knew he was American. I thought that was the joke. I, di- I didn't. I just oh. assumed he was English. That's why there you go. Uh, Newsflash listeners, Joe edits this podcast. He also said Oscar Wilde. Now, Oscar Wilde is Irish. He's Irish. <laughs> and I knew, it. I knew it as soon as and it so left my I, mouth. When I said that, I thought, when, when he had edited that out, I thought, well, why hasn't he edited Dan Brown out? Well, because, I didn't, because I didn't know, Tom. Well, but, also, know. but also, I no, because I was as soon as I said... Oscar Wilde, I was like, mm, that's not right. Uh, but I'm not embarrassed to not know the nationality of Dan Brown, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, he's America's greatest writer. He is. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was Spy Hard that uh, raindrops keep falling on my head was in. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, I knew I, I, knew <laughs> I had that you memory. You just pulled that out. No, 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 it was in Spy Hard. They, they parody um, the bicycle scene. Yeah, oh, and, lovely. and the Simpsons do it as well. And they? Simpsons do it as well. Yeah. Simpsons did it. You got any peeves, Joe? Uh, no, I thought you guys were great. Good, I, th- I thought it was, yeah. I thought mm, could have been better. Could have been a lot better. Yeah. Could be a lot better, but you know what's going to be better? What this episode. And now we're yeah. going to kick things off. Yeah? With what? Well, what's coming up on the show? Yeah! Well, let's bloody find out. Uh, we have got a return to the Week in Geek. Present. Uh, we're gonna, we've are gonna. we got some Potter Watch. It's quite a pack. I've written a really long list here, guys. We have, right. Uh, Riddle. Can we, can we take this? Can we take this, like, school register? Riddle. Yeah. Okay, present. Yeah. Riddle. Game. Yep. Lovely present. stuff. Um... Tom Toll's uh, fan fiction universe. We're gonna the TTFFFU brought to you by AATTA. <laughs> yeah, ASAP. Oh, yeah. We'll be we'll be uh, we'll be opening up the archives. I tell you what, I think it's become our most popular segment. So we might have some TTFFU. Oh. Stay tuned and stay, find out. Stay tuned to the very end. <laughs> and of course, we're gonna have a delightful little quiz. But I wrote it ages ago. I can't actually remember what it's on. Um, Paper. It's on paper. Uh, Hogwarts teachers, subjects, and exams is what oh. I've done it on this week, guys. Uh, but should we just should we just have a bloody chat? We haven't chatted in ages. Yeah, yeah, go on. This is kind of taking a dip into the pensive. It, yeah, in a way, we're talking about memories and stuff, aren't we? Cinema, because I think I think for us, and something that we've neglected to talk about really, is that the cinema. Well, when when our local cinema opened, that was a massive part of us forming a friendship mm. because it was that was where we would hang out every Indeed, weekend. So every that was weekend. a massive part, and you know where we fell in love with films, pretty much, right? But it didn't open until we were eleven years old. No, I think I would have initially gone to maybe the one in Woolwich. There's one in Woolwich. Was there one in Eltham? I think there was, and there's going to be another one next year, which is great for me. But uh, so, what were your, what was your first memory, Tom? What so was my your first, first memory saw? is for my brother's birthday. We went with two of his friends. My mum was so like not sure if we were going to get in, so she mm. booked the tickets way in advance, mm-hmm. and then we turned up. We were the only people uh, in the movie. No way. <laughs> and it was uh, Ducktales, the movie. Cool. Uh, 1990, so I must have been three. Wow. Um, I also remember Beauty and the Beast. The reason I remember going to see Beauty and the Beast is because I was holding my mum's hand on the way out of the cinema. And we approached a bollard and we sort of raised it and we sort of both laughed because obviously in Beauty and the Beast they got the whole dance sequence where they twirled each other around. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. laughed because it was like that. Oh. And then I remember Jurassic Park. I remember Jurassic Park. You guys, you saw Jurassic Park at the cinema? Yeah, was that 93? Yeah, right, so it would have been yeah. like five or six. Yeah, six, that, yeah, see, now I, I knew I'd been to the cinema, or I know I'd been to the cinema before Jurassic Park. That wasn't the first time I was taken to a cinema, but yeah. I, I don't remember what I saw. Jurassic Park's the first movie I remember seeing really? in a cinema. This is because I know I went to, I must have gone to the cinema before this film came out, mm. but I didn't go and see Jurassic Park. My first memory is seeing uh, the Hulk Hogan film, Mr. Nanny. <laughs> nice. Where, <laughs> But, but when we went in, because I was I was a bit of a milksop kid, I was quite a fraidy cat, and my brother kept on scaring me, saying, "Oh, we're about to watch Jurassic Park. We're about to," watch, and I was getting scared. But you guys were the same age and actually saw it, yeah, whereas me and my it. brother were joking about it, and I saw Mister <laughs> Nanny. Well, it's, it's a PG, and I had a parent there giving me guidance. 
<laughs> guiding you through it. Yeah. It's still a scary film to me. Like, you know, you're sitting part. on the chair the wrong way round. They'll be like, no, no, don't sit like that here. Let me, <laughs> let me guide you through this cinema viewing experience. Yeah, that's good. You had the right person with a you. A film yeah. with a decrepit old dinosaur and then Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> that's why he gets paid the big bucks. Oh, uh, Hogan. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, I, I've. So my daughter's now four. And mm. she's been to the cinema multiple times. I'm yeah, sure. sure. The first film we took her to see was Finding Dory. Right. And oh, she wow. loved it. And she she always she she's really good at watching films. Like so we've seen Sing at the cinema, we've seen BFG at the cinema, uh Paddington Two, um Peter Rabbit. All the hits of the last few all years. The hits of the last few years. Lovely Peter. stuff. Has she yeah. seen Lion King yet? Because I remember you telling the story a while back that you you had it yeah, on while it you were on. cooking and she started going, No, no, and no, you, you no, had to no. run in and um, quickly her shut favorite it off. I don't think I've shown it recently. Um, her favourite Disney film is probably The Incredibles. She loves oh. Incredibles. Incredibles two and see it at cinema. And uh, like, sh- sh- there's a scene in Incredibles two where I she was laughing so hard that it made me laugh. Oh, and we were both just absolutely killing ourselves. Was oh, that's so, amazing. Was it the Jack 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 Raccoon scene? Yeah, that that got me. I went and saw oh, that film God. on my own, and oh. I was. Dying, and then the there was also a bit where Violet just comes down and goes to the fridge, and she's invisible, and that set her off as well. <laughs> and she just kept laughing and going, Violet. Uh, <laughs> and what's funny is, um, if you want to hear her actual uh, little laugh, um, I was brushing her teeth last night, mm. and she started to tell me some jokes. Oh, okay, <laughs> amazing. So I, rec- I recorded them. I, I said, "I'll start again." Um, What what was the punchline? Needed to go away. <laughs> that was a callback. Why did the fish go to the hairdressers to bite the donkey's head? Oh, that... brilliant. <laughs> She's good. Why is Santa Claus in mud? Because he sinks in mud. You can hear me being incredulous. <laughs> <laughs> You can't turn it off, can you, mate? <laughs> you can't just be nice. Needs work. <laughs> What's good is that she's selling the jokes really well. Yeah, no, she... she uh, she's buying into the material that's making me laugh. She, she's buying into a very weak material. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it shows promise. Shows promise, yeah. Better than know. a lot of uh, open micers you would have seen at the beginning of your tenure as a stand-up comedian. I don't Be- know where she gets it from. <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom, only just... Dear Mike, that. you're off the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know what my actual first film yeah, was. Yeah. Jurassic Park's I, the first one I remember, but... I don't... I do remember... The fir- the first time being in it, I, d- I don't think it was for Mister Nanny because would, we would have been about six, and I'm sure yeah. it was way before then. But I do remember the you lights. were a milksop kid though. I was a milksop <laughs> kid. Uh, no, but I'd been to a football match before that film came out, so I definitely would have gone to the cinema before I went to a football match. 
But um, I, I remember the lights going down and then the, pe- the people clapping, which doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> no. Oh, that's old school. It ha- I think it might have happened at one of the midnight screenings of Star Wars, but yeah, that, but that had that's a the only time in recent memory that the lights oh. go down and people clap for a three in the afternoon showing. We, of, had some, uh, we had some applause before Black Panther, I thought. Yes, we did. Yeah, that was opening weekend yeah. like, where every screening was a sellout for that. Yeah. That was a great. That was a great. Uh, that was experience. that was a really good cinema. Yeah, that's probably the best cinema experience I've had in recent years. Mm. That was just an amazing atmosphere in a room that's completely silent. Oh no! Yeah. I, enjoy, I, enjoy, I thought uh, when we went to see it, did you come see Infinity War with us? No, I went. Do you, uh, we, if you remember, I, w- I went on my own to make sure that I'd seen it before we recorded oh. the podcast. So I had to go to like a ten o'clock Saturday morning screening, yeah. which I probably haven't done since we would have done well, that's that in it. school. We used to go and see like. Um, Films all together. Yeah. And now, very rarely we will get together for specific films, but I enjoy them so much more because. Yeah. It's, and then Last Jedi was bad. That was, that was bad. That waste was of bad, everyone's time. Lynn. But when, because when you have met up to see Force Awakens, Avengers Infinity yeah, War, yeah, yeah. and then. The, yeah. And we make a thing of it, don't we? Yeah. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we make up, it's an we occasion. Go for food yeah. And we, yeah. I mean, not so much for. You and I, Pat, we still go to a lot of films together, but as in like the, the whole group of friends. Considering that that just used to be what Saturdays were, yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Is... It was. I would get given five pounds, and then it would be three pound fifty for a cinema ticket, and then I could buy a can of drink and maybe some sweets. Yeah, oh. and that was that was your Saturday plan. What are you doing today? I'm going to go out and I'm going to go to the cinema, and I don't care what's on. I'm going to watch. Something. Yeah, you, we just watched what was on. I'm gonna go. Ha- I'm gonna go sit with my friends in a room and not talk to them. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. That's and this how is, our and this is like the opposite. Now, <laughs> yeah. all we do is talk to each other. I'm, I can't wait till we have a film break. <laughs> if I'm honest, no offense. Well, there will be one on November the sixteenth, mate. Oh, oh. yeah. Why? And, What's happening? With uh, well, Fantastic Beast two, but then two days later would be the opposite of the uh, break. We'll have to talk about it all together in front of a bunch of people. At 4pm at the Bill Murray in Islington in London, the greatest city, city in, in the, the world. world. <laughs> and it's going to be me, Joe, Pat on stage and, crucially, you guys, yes. the listener. Hello. You, specifically. Hi. You, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> we know what you look like now, so we yes. know if we you know won't we, be there. We know, we know each and every one of you. We've got tabs on you. Regina, you're wearing sweatpants. It's Monday. <laughs> so, is butter a carb? <laughs> so that's against oh, the well. rules. And you can't sit with us. Whatever. <laughs> Those rules aren't real. They were the well, day I wore a vest, because that vest was disgusting. You can't sit with us! But you can play Tom's game. <laughs> Very well-remembered scene from Mean Girls there, Thomas. Good work. What a film. What not a, a fi- film. Not a film I saw in the cinema. No, no. Uh, a film I saw in the cinema. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Lovely stuff. Right. So if you've never um, played uh, Tom's game before, uh, what we do is I give Joe and Pat two characters from the Harry Potter book series. Uh, they have to then say who they believe have the most mentions across the seven books. I then this is why they, they oh, this, points, this is the good bit, guys. Two points for a correct answer. However, I then give the two numerical values. And they decide whether to stick or twist their answer. If they twist from a wrong answer to a right answer, they get one point. If they twist from a right answer, those two points turn into zero points. 
It's all to that's, pay for. That's the gamble. That's the gamble. That's the real quiz. With a golden snitch at the end. Hmm. We kick off with Ernie Prang. Right. Walden McNair. <laughs> well, I've got mine. Uh, Warden McNair. I've gone for Ernie. Ernie Prang. One of them is mentioned 27 times. The other is mentioned 34. Uh, Pat, would you like to stick or twist with Ernie? I'd like to stick with Ernie, please. Stick with Ernie. Joe? I'll stick. It is 2-0 to Patrick Holland. It is Ernie Prang, 34 mentioned. Walden McNair, 27 mentions. I don't remember either of those characters. Ernie <laughs> <laughs> Prang is the driver of the night bus. Walden McNair is the executioner who comes to kill Buckbeak. Yeah. And okay. also and then, is a and death turned eater. out to be a death eater as well. No okay. surprises there. I wonder if you've uh, heard of these two characters. Let's find out, mate. Arthur Weasley. What the door. Versus Remus Lupin. Oh. So you would, wouldn't you? You I would. would. I, I, That's very... Not only would I... I did. You did. He absolutely did. <laughs> Don't uh, mind if I did. <laughs> Pat, I'm going to come to you first for your answer. Arthur. Joe? Arthur's an ever-present, but he's not around during term time that much. But he still gets mentioned. I'm going to go with Arthur. One of them is mentioned 780 times. One of them is mentioned 864. It's quite a gap. That Joe, are you sticking or twisting with Arthur Weasley? Oh, I'm gonna oh, stick. Pat, are you sticking or twisting with Arthur Weasley? I am also sticking. You're both wrong. Oh, oh. you're kidding. Arthur Weasley, oh. 780. Remus Lupin, 864. Wow. Damn. But Arthur's always there. Lupin isn't always there. No, but term time. He's a term big, time. big character in book three. Mm. Cedric Diggory. Wow. Argus yep. Filch. Mm. Joe, I'm going to come to you first. I'm going to say Filch, because Cedric does get mentioned an awful lot in that book, but not as much as I, as you would think, I bet. That's my guess. Pat. I've, I've gone for Cedric, and now I'm trying to work out whether or not I should twist. But I've gone for Cedric. He's gone for Cedric. One of them is mentioned 288 times. The other is mentioned 353. Wow. Uh, so, Pat, big are you sticking or twisting? Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick because I think he gets a lot of mentions in book four, the few little teases in three, and then he's mentioned a lot in five because Cho is obsessed. Uh, or not obsessed, That's but she's, a good point. She's, she's still in mourning over him. Uh, Pat's convinced me to twist. You're twisting the Cedric Diggory. Mm-hmm. Good, good twist. Okay. Uh, Cedric Diggory, 353. Argus Filch, 288. So Pat has four. Joe has one. Four one. But okay. in the Golden Snitch, there's five points on offer. Remember, oh. you only get five points by guessing the right answer. Okay. okay. You, there's no close answers. Okay. I'm going to read out these names. Go on. Broderick Bode. Bloody Baron. Michael Corner. Eru. Hannah Rabbit. Out of those five names I've just mentioned, four of them are mentioned 26 times. One of them is mentioned 24. Who is that 24 mentioned guy? Let's have some jazz.
Right, I've got my guess. Okay, well, it's, if you want to go first, uh, Pat, Pat wants to go first in this. But if Do you want to go first, Patrick? Uh, yeah, I'll go first okay. before I change my mind again. Okay. Um, I've gone for the Bloody Baron. Gone for the Bloody Baron? The I've Bloody gone, Baron. I've gone for the other B alliteration. I've gone for Bode. You are correct, Pat. Oh, that was cruel. Tom was looking me in the eye for that. Pat has that was so cruel. Pat has caught the snitch. Wow. Again. Again. 9-1 in that game. Oh, well done. That was so cruel. I really thought I'd won that. I, I, was, I was sitting on Bode for quite a while as well. I was boding my time with it. But... <laughs> Did you hear that? No. No, no one heard anything. But I can still tell you that mail's here. There's ah. the bird it comes uh, It's been a while since we've had one of these, but we've got a new correspondent. Oh, get it. We've nice. got a China correspondent. Hey. Ex-patriot Sam has emailed. He lives in Hong Kong. Uh, he says, hello, I've been enjoying the show for quite some time. P.S. thought Joe deserved the win. Well, thank <laughs> you, Sam. <laughs> nice man. Uh, Why, hang on, P.S. P.S. stands for postscript. Can you yeah. that as in, yeah, but post, no, post-sentence in this. Or, uh, or prescript. I still, I like oh. this I think, guy. I think we discredit I everything think, this guy says. Yeah. Straight I away. think this guy's got panache. And what um, kind of name is expatriate, anyway? <laughs> ex-Patrick fan uh, he says the podcast is his go-to listen he said, uh, I'll read this properly so he says it's my go-to listen when I'm in the bath lathering up nice. picture that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> moving on as I live in Hong Kong which is a part of China now I thought I would bring you some relevant Potter information from the land of the I don't know uh, after a little digging, he's done some research for us. He's been oh, a nice, nice. guy. Sure. After a little digging and talking to local Potter fans, turns out there was some controversy over the Chinese translation of Draco's name. Wow, Draco Malfoy uh, in China in China is pronounced De Fu Ma. Right. right? This translates roughly as Virtue Happiness Horse. Oh. The controversy being, why was this character given such a light, bright, happy name? Fans weren't happy. Mm. Yet these are the facts. The second part of my email comes with a request. I was just reading on Tom Toll's artist profile that he can do several accents. Yes. Wouldn't it be fantastic if he had to read some Harry Potter dialogue <laughs> of Joe's choosing with each of these accents? <laughs> I think that is an absolutely brilliant idea, Lovely Sam. Game. So I have printed off... I'm just panicking here. thinking, did I put Chinese down? <laughs> <laughs> I've printed off some dialogue here. Okay. Uh, right. Pat, and I'm going to let you be the judge of how well Tom does. Okay. Okay, um, so the first... Accent I want you to do, Tom. First line of dialogue in American hyphen California. Okay. <clears throat> it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how'd you grade that, Patrick? I mean, uh, considering I'm I'm awful at accents, I would have to say that was spot on. That's yes. ten out of ten. He, did, you, think... did you hear he chucked in the word dude at the end there as yeah, well? I did. He got so into Real it. Real authentic so American. All right, the next accent, Thomas. Birmingham. Birmingham. It takes a great deal of bravery <laughs> to stand up to enemies. We're just as much to stand up to our friends. That's very good. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> um, I don't know what a Northampton accent sounds like, but what, I'm mate? curious to hear it. it sounds like this. 
This is our choices, Harry. Let's show <laughs> truly are. Far more than our abilities. Well, he's the he, Tom's the one who knows. I'm Brilliant. Give I mean, him ten yeah. points. Uh, I've I've given you a nice easy one here for Cornwall, Tom. I am what I am. I'm not ashamed. That's very good. Lovely stuff. Uh, now Polish, the language of your ancestors. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so this, yeah. If you want to know what a man is like, take a good look at how he treats his inferiors, not his equals. That's good. I mean, no, but I don't know the difference was... between Russian and Polish. No, <laughs> I can't tell. Uh... No, but that was very. That was a very good Putin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, okay. What's the difference between American California and American West Coast? I'll show you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Things we lose have a way of coming back to us in the end, <laughs> if not always in the way we expect. Brilliant. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, and let's hit, let's hit you, Geordie Thomas. Oh, I eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it says. The differences of Hobbit and language are not at all, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <you>, it's... <laughs> no, Geordie's not happening, is it? It's not <laughs> happening. All right, Tom. Uh, how about this lot? Last one. Last, the last one? one. Go for the last one. Mm. You can't operate into Hogwarts. <laughs> ten out of ten, ten I think we'll all agree for Irish RP there. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, Lovely stuff. Thank you, Thomas. And thank you, Sam, for your uh, insightful email there and wonderful game. Mm. We we had a we had a we had an email uh from MSC uh mentioning a certain listener of ours, uh one that we sort of uh, Regular correspondent. Regular correspondent, one with the hold up. We hold up as as one of our faves, friend uh, of the show, friend of the show, yes. one who's got tickets. Uh, and it's we Come are in. releasing this on Thursday, and uh, we would like to say happy birthday for yesterday uh, to Beardy D. Happy birthday, Beardy D. Happy birthday, Beardy D. Happy birthday, mate. We know you are listening to this on your commute, and we hope this makes you uh, feel a lot brighter. I hope you didn't didn't go too heavy on the birthday drinks last night, and not, <laughs> not got a hungover. Cheeky little sausage. I hope you managed to download this in time, and it was still your birthday yesterday when you're hearing it. Yeah, fingers crossed. He might have booked the day off. Yeah. Yes. He might be saving this for the weekend. Happy birthday Look, for, happy birthday uh, for last Wednesday. Beardy D, if you're any sort of loyal listener, I don't care what you're up to on the Thursday, you're listening to this first thing. Yes. If you hear this on Friday, if I get a message from don't you on Friday saying, no, okay, I'm sorry. I'm don't sorry. Don't go at him when he's got a hangover. I'm sorry. Yeah, he beard, might not have beard, a hangover. Beard, he, might not, he might not drink. We don't know this. We don't know. Happy birthday, Beardy D. Yes, we look forward birthday, to seeing mate. you on the 18th of November. Beardy D's got his ticket. Uh, why don't you uh, get angel.comedy a, get a flipping ticket guys get a ticket guys angelcomedy.co.uk it's uh, not hard we, we also had a question um, which I thought was quite bringing it back to Potter I think maybe yes. for the first time this episode question um, from Remus yes how Ooh. did they unpetrify nearly headless Nick with great difficulty yep and <laughs> thank you for that question <laughs> I don't know uh, maybe rub it under his nose I don't know I, it doesn't, I oh, thought you, there would have been something to do with um like smelling, like like yeah. the, the potency of the mandrake potion, because they they eat, don't they? At his death day party, they eat. They but sort what, of glide through the food. They but also, glide through the food that stinks, and that's their way of consuming it. So I'd the, imagine the fact that he can be petrified must mean he can be unpetrified. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But just yeah, how that she doesn't. But that's a good question. I don't I think what, she explains. It's, it. a, it's a tough. It's a tricky one. It's almost like you know, like a tricky question. And you know what else is tricky? Are you talking When the moon is full, I emerge. Seek out people oh. on the verge. I'm silent so in my annoyed. movement. The people I gain lead to their life having an improvement. Before they met me, they were lost, and now they are found, but at a cost. 
Life is about to move at a different pace. Bring your belongings just in case. Going on a journey that will be unbelief will provide you something for your teeth. Those who have been in my presence have had some serious regrets. They now live <laughs> in a more sinister address. But looks like nobody is coming to their rescue. Chelsea used to have a player called Dan Petrescu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, no, now it looks like nobody is coming to their rescue. Looks like the rumours have left everyone to be askew. Now, I realised I basically had the rescue and I looked up askew means to shun. So it looks like everybody is shunning them. Right, okay. Okay, thank you. Well, thank you, Tom. I'm assuming it's not Lupin. Don't make the face. (laughs) (laughs) What made you think it was Lupin, mate? (laughs) What else? What else comes out with the moon? Maybe I'm not that lupinous guy. Um, (laughs) What else comes out with the moon? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Owls. Owls, yeah. They're night creatures. But they don't provide you things. Letters. Yeah. What was the thing about teeth? They'll they'll fix your teeth. Um. Oh. Oh, is it is it uh, the, one of the ingredients for? Uh, you've made the face, Tom. <laughs> that mean that means I know I've got it wrong. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> but Hermione gets her teeth fixed. She does. When the uh, why does that happen? Someone does someone hit her with a curse? Yeah, Draco hex. Is it a deflection? Oh, okay. Yeah, and then her teeth get fixed, and she says, "Just keep going." Like, yeah, yeah. She reduces them, yeah. even um, though her parents are dentists. Right, I'm giving it unbelievable. The lunar cycle. Is the moon? Oh, Luna, Luna. How about that? Do you want to hear it again? Yes, please. yes, please, Tom. When the moon is full, I emerge, seek out people on the verge. I'm silent in my movement. The people I gain leads to their life having an improvement. Before they met me, they were lost, and now they are found, but at a cost. Life is about to move at a different pace. Bring your belongings just in case. Going on a journey that will be beyond belief. We'll provide you something for your teeth. Those who have been in my presence have had some serious regrets. They now live in a more sinister address. But looks like nobody's coming to their rescue. Looks like the rumours are true. Looks like the rumours have Dan left Petrescu. everyone to be askew. Dan Petrescu. Um, does anyone come out to hunt um, in the full moon? Well, I'm thinking it might be a place. Is it a place, not a person? It's not a place, no. Damn, I thought it might have been the Shrieking Shack for a second. Mm. Well, for several seconds, I thought that. Right, um, yeah. more than one. Yeah. Okay, here's here's a, here's a big clue. Less big than clue. 60. When uh, when uh, Michael Corner used mm-hmm. to write my riddles, yes, he wrote a riddle for this. But it was a, it, sorry, Mike. It was a lot easier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> and if you wish to hear his riddle, I let's yeah. Should we hear Mike's riddle? Okay, yeah. So this was yeah, a this, few episodes this like... ago. This has been read out on the show before. Has it? Yep. Stuck in a rut and lost in the wild. Never fear, dear child. Show us your arm and we'll steer you from harm. A level of comfort times thrice to muggles where it's quiet as mice. However, oh, our speedy yeah. manoeuvres make obstacles no problem. Sorry, was it the leaky cauldron? Yeah, it's the night bus. It is the night uh, bus. The night bus, okay. Oh, let's hit your one again. I couldn't have, I couldn't have got that. No, when the I moon is full, that. I emerge. So when it's night time. Night bus, yeah. Seek out people on the verge. The when the moon is full, that's a naughty thing. The moon doesn't have to be full. Yeah, but it doesn't... Could have said when the moon is up. 
Yeah, but yeah. when the moon is full, I emerge. I didn't say it does it ha- only emerges when the moon is full. Uh, Seek point. out good people point. on the verge, people on the verge, the side of a road. Yeah. I'm yes. silent in my movement. The people I gain lease their life have an improvement. Before they met me, they were lost, and now they're found at a cost. Yeah, it's uh. 17 sickles. Uh, life is about to move at a different pace. Bring yeah. your belongings just in case. Going on a journey would be unbelievable. We'll provide you something for your teeth. You can buy a toothbrush. <laughs> Those Very who have good. been my presence have had some serious regrets. Certain Stan Shumpike. They now live in a more sinister address. He lives in Azkaban. But looks like nobody's coming to his rescue, even though Harry tried. Uh, looks like the rumours have left everyone to be askew. He was shunned. He was left in Azkaban. I don't, we Shum- don't actually know. Shumpike. What, you, what was the first film you guys saw that was, well, like the first really good film you saw? Like, uh, probably would be Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah, but mm. you, but th- as in, so when you when you're in your teenage years, like a film that would have really affected you. Oh, I, t- I tell you, a film that affected me coming out of the cinema, uh-huh. and that was um, the M Night Shyamalan, Unbreakable, because when in the film Bruce Willis, when he bumps into people, he starts seeing visions of their backstory. And right. when I walked out of the cinema after seeing that film, everyone was walking towards me. And I remember almost panicking because <laughs> oh. I, I was like, <laughs> if I bump into, like, well, I, I, it, it had a really weird effect on oh, me. Wow. I remember just walking out going, oh, like, yeah. I, re- I always remember the feeling of walking out of the cinema after that film. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I think everyone was affected by the Truman Show and so I was going to say, we've talked about this before yeah, we have. Truman Show syndrome, where you start to believe your life. Well,. Suspect that yeah. your life is one big reality show because how would you know otherwise? No, exactly. I mean that that is still a thought that I have every now and then. Occasionally, and and I think I said this last time. The only thing that brings me comfort is now I'm like, no one would find my life entertaining. So surely, who's my watching life... this? No, I, even I, even I don't want to tune in sometimes. Why would anyone else? There he is. There's Pat Holland. <laughs> what about you, Pat? What film affected you? Um. Come back to me. What? Uh, well, for mine, because because come back we, to me. I feel like I'm losing <laughs> you. <laughs> well, because we used to go to the cinema all the time, and I remember it was when we were probably about fifteen, sixteen, and I have a really specific memory of watching Too Fast, Too Furious in the cinema <laughs> with everyone. I was going to jokingly say Fast and the Furious. It, no, and then you said too fast no, no, no. But no, this isn't my good film. But it had an impact in me in the way that. At that point, I'd just come to expect that going to the cinema mm. was I wasn't going to see something that I really liked because I I didn't think that existed where we lived. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So by that point, I'd already seen films, I don't know, like Amelie or something and loved it. But when I was going to the cinema with friends, listen I was going him. to see... <laughs> listen to him. So when I was by myself, so, I was so able to uh, listen to like Amelie and, and really get into sort of French cinema. And... Everyone likes that film. It's a great film. Yeah. But you wouldn't expect to see it in Bexley Heath was my point. And then I remember uh, a little while later going to see Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which was advertised as like a Jim Carrey comedy, but wasn't that. And I remember being really affected by it. And the person I'd seen it with wasn't affected at all by it. But it was for me, it was such a profound moment. And then me and the other person sort of drifted apart. I'm not surprised. Just because it was like... That, That is a friendship killer for you. But it wasn't that they didn't like the film. It was just that... I'd I'd had a bit of a moment at that point, and for me that was kind of life changing because I I didn't mm. know that you could go to the cinema to see good films. I thought you just had to wait until someone 
more yeah. cooler told you about them rather than seeing it in you know Bexley Heath Cine World. Yeah, that's true. Like like a lot of a lot of the films I loved growing up, I didn't see in the cinema because mm. we might have been too young to see them. So like, mm. I remember the first time I saw um, Reservoir Dogs because my brother had taped yes. it off the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, do you remember that bit in the South Park movie where as soon as they walk out of seeing Terrence and Philip, they are swearing every fourth <laughs> word. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Pat, you make a good point there. Like films like Goodfellas and yeah. uh, you know Godfather. The Quentin Tarantino films that had come out up until that, because I think the first Tarantino film we would have seen in the cinema would have been Kill Bill, I guess. Yeah, that was the, that was the first one I saw. So you just assume that all the good films are done already; they've already been made. I'm not gonna like you go to the cinema it's to like see. We missed it. We missed it. Hulk, <laughs> but you, yeah. but you, you, you have the to Ang at Lee home. Version. You watch the good films. Yeah, I mean the Ang Lee one. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight was a big one. Dark Knight was something that I think we all went. Yeah, but that, saw. That we seemed... were 21 when that came out. Yeah. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, once once we had, the, Joe's right. There was a period in our teens where we would just see whatever was on. It yeah, did, we didn't yeah. have any quality control. We were just going to the cinema. That was it. I'm, and occasionally you'd see a gem, but yeah, most of it was trash. Yeah, oh, yeah. there was one night, Tom. Do you remember we were on the phone to each other? It was like a week night or something. We were both bored. We were like, should we just should we just go to the cinema just see what's on? And we went and we were like, in Bruges, what's that about? Uh, I don't know. Did you I get don't... to see that at the cinema? Yeah. Blinded. Yes. I remember going to see, I, I can't remember that. That's why we went. We uh, went because we were both bored. We were oh. like, the next film that's on, in Bruges, what's that about? Don't know. Don't know anything about it. Sat oh, down. What a, f- oh, what a treat. Yeah. What wow. an unexpected treat. Yes. That was one of my favourite cinema moments. Yes. Oh, well, what a treat. That, what a film that is. Mm. Oh, I'm so because the other memory I had was we'd all met up and I think we were a little older at this point. Uh, it was the film I think I think it was called Ten Thousand BC. Oh, oh that yeah. was awful. Really bad. And I film. and I just remember because it, we were with all the school friends and I was so used to only seeing crap films with those guys. Mm. And I remember we'd had we'd had such a fun night. I think we'd been to the pub, so I think we were mm. old enough to drink at this point. And then we go into the cinema, we're laughing, then the lights come down, the film starts, and I remember turning to you, Pat, and going, oh, God, I'm going to hate this, <laughs> just because I'm, I've been having such a lovely evening, and now I'm going to be bored for the I'll next two hours. I'll tell you why I went to see that film as well, because Apo- Apocalypto was so good. Yes, and, and that, that was... Oh, this will be just like... Oh, no. From the oh, director dear. of Independence Day comes <laughs> Apocalypto, the crap one. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was an awful, awful film. What, what film can you remember like laughing the most at? Can you remember... Do you know what? This is a film that I don't really find that funny, but it was I, the most I remember laughing in a cinema. I think I know it, what you're going to say. I think the, I end, the end of Pineapple Express. Yes, yeah. When, when um, what's his name? Danny Kurt, McBride. Danny McBride wouldn't die. Yeah. When he walks out of the burning <laughs> building, like, how is he not dead yet? And that yeah. absolutely got me. And then oh. I was laughing until the end of the film. But then they go for coffee. <laughs> and he's and he, falling and his asleep. Head, his head just slumps to one side and it's like he's finally dead. And they nudge him and he jerks back awake. It's like, no, yeah. how is he they not have, dead? They haven't been to the hospital yet. Like when, James, uh, when James Franco goes to kick the, uh, the windscreen off. Yeah. And <laughs> and his leg foot. goes through it. Yeah. There's some you, great can, slapstick in that Can you film. remember going to see... Um, Austin Powers. Uh, oh, yeah, no, when Dr. Yeah. Evil was bouncing the ball and chucking it in and Rob the Lowe's Jerry, face. the Jerry Springer scene. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, remember, I, I, I was we, in tears. We were gone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> that's that's another great example of how censoring a swear word can make a swear word funny. Yes, that, absolutely. That whole scene wouldn't be as funny if no. it wasn't censored. Let's no. not uh, let the listeners peep behind the curtain there with that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, uh, it was a real... Um, 
it was a real uh, enlightened me to how funny parody could be. Mm. You know, yeah. because it was parody in the Jerry Springer show, and it was just saying how funny it was. It was so funny. Oh, brilliant! Oh. Yeah, I remember that we went for um, our friend Archie's birthday for that. I remember. I was said, that? No, that was that. So yeah, I remember Archie was definitely there. Because, but do you know what? I think I have a feeling that might have been his twelfth birthday. So we would have been underage. Do you do you remember any times when you've been turned away from films? Yep, for, me and you. Well, I, I have a specific one in mind. I know where, where I got the maths wrong and we didn't even make it to the six, ticket six counter. Cents? Yeah. <laughs> what really did we go? And, what did we go and see instead? Do you remember? No, we went and see um, the Haunting, starring um, Catherine Zeta Jones. No, and don't remember uh, that film at all. It was good, was I it? Think Liam ne- yeah, Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh, no memory yeah. of it. Really wanted to what see Six Sense. <laughs> hey, what happened? What I got that we went in. We sat on the seats. No, in the haunting. In the haunting. <laughs> uh, it's about a haunted house, basically. <laughs> I think I told this story. Me and Mike went and saw. Well, we tried to go see Charlie's Angels. Mm. The, um, <laughs> That's uh, a bad one to get turned away from. Yeah, I just wanted to see Bill Murray in a film on the screen. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I I remember I wasn't turned away for this one, but I was underage. <laughs> Can I just say, did you try and turn up? Did you go and watch the second one, thinking, "Here we go at last"? <laughs> <laughs> why's uh, Why's Bernie Mac there? <laughs> oh, so to go back to your question, that was a that was one of the first films that I really came out of going. That was a brilliant movie that was showing at our local cinema. Was Lost in Translation? Ah, uh, yes, that was something that. So it stuck an, with me. That's another one of that era that sort of changed me in terms mm. of films. Oh, that film. That was great. Speaking film. of Bill Murray, that would have been another good link. Uh, but yes. anyway, Bill Murray, November 18th, 18, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Uh, November 18th, I, reserve a seat. I wasn't, I wasn't turned away from this film, but I was underage. And this was the first time I'd seen my mother be unlawful. She lied about my age so that I could get in to see The Wedding Singer. Wow. It was what? a 12. I was 11 years old. What other times have you seen your mother being unlawful? <laughs> <laughs> what was the second time? <laughs> what was the third time? Well, she runs this whole operation from her house now. I mean, I don't want to go into it. She's um, practically Walter White effects of <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that was another one that I remember laughing a lot at in uh, the song where he has the breakdown and uh, the he's losing his mind. Oh, John Lovitz. That, that little <laughs> bit. Just, yeah. That bit still kills me, the way the curtain closes on his face. It was <laughs> just the, absolutely glorious. I don't know how old we would have been, but me and me and Mike went and saw, uh, we did a double bill. We hadn't intended to. We wanted to go see Meet the Fockers. Right. And we were like, eh, it was okay. And came out. We were like, should we go see something else? And it was Team America. Oh. Uh, and the, the vomit scene, oh, especially. So, so good. Still gets me. Oh, and uh, Borat. Seeing Borat oh, in the cinema. Yeah, that was good. What an experience that was. Jeez. I, I don't know oh. if I saw that. I think I did see it in the cinema, but I don't. I didn't find it as funny as everyone oh else. Oh my god! I Mainly because of the, like the best bits in it were done on both the LEG show and the LEG USA show. So it was, just, it was the third time out for like the yeah, yeah. dinner etiquette stuff, you know. But yeah. there is something when you're in a cinema. This is why cin- uh, cinema comedy in cinema works really well because when other people are laughing around you. Mm. It is infectious. No, absolutely. And now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang bring you Potter Walk. Oh, what's happened in the world of Potter then, guys? Oh, mate, loads. Tom? Oh, so many things. Tom, uh, tell us all about it, old bear. Uh, 
<laughs> so J.K. Rowling came out and confirmed a theory, a long-standing theory, yes. that the reason uh, she put in how to pronounce uh, Hermione in book four wasn't just for Victor Crumb's benefit, but it was also for the readers as well. Because remember, book for people four, like me, for mm. people like Joe Power, but book four came out before the first film, so we didn't have yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, calling her Hermione. She, she, yeah, Hermione, uh, the Hermy one. I think we discussed this in mm. in, in episode, episode one. Um, <sighs> All many, those, many, all moons those years ago. Ago. many, many, many full moons ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those in America, uh, what's uh, up, dudes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. West Coast or want to want to drink a cola? Howdy! Is that what they do there? Play chuck chuck around uh, a pig? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get. Of... I don't get it. I don't understand your country. Uh, but. Uh, Luna actress Ivana Lynch uh, will be appearing on Dancing with the Stars this season. So good. have have fun with that. Give her oh, all your support. Give yeah. her all your, go vote for her in that. Is it a voting thing? I'm assuming it's the same as Strictly Come Dancing over here, right? Yeah. yeah. So every week you have to go to your local polling station and vote for your yeah. favourite celebrity <laughs> dancer. Vote okay. Lynch. Vote Lynch. Uh, did any of you see Daniel Radcliffe on Jimmy Fallon? What? Reacting to uh, Harry Potter memes. Yes. Yeah, he, he saw Dancing Hermione. He did see Dancing Hermione, that's right. And uh, he's also appearing in Broad on Broadway, not in Bexley Heath Broadway, oh, okay. on Broadway, uh, in a play that I didn't write down the name of. American oh. listeners, go watch it. Go watch that. Uh, English listeners, uh, you probably already know because we're quite late to the party on this. I think we're already three films down, but they're showing all the films on ITV over the weekend. We've yes. All, we've all seen them. We all own them. But... If if you like having there is, ad breaks, there's something nice about it, isn't there? There is something if about like, seeing a film on TV and go, oh yeah, oh yeah, don't mind oh, this. Yeah, it it does happen. My brother says this all the time. He will watch things that he owns on DVD just because they're on TV. So there's a feeling of, oh, I've got to watch it now because it's already. Oh yeah, on. I've I've stayed up an extra twenty minutes so I can watch a film that's on the TV. Mm. So it starts in twenty minutes, and I will watch it on TV, even though I could just go get the DVD. But there's something about watching yeah. it. And if you um, like, uh, if you like your Harry Potter film interrupted by Tom Toll's face, yeah, as, oh as yeah, you were all over that flippy. I was as watching my um, the other day. What, no, I, would, I was watching it as well. What was it? Was I think it was the third film. Mm, uh, yeah, f- first and second ad break. Uh, Tom, Tom Toll's Tom Toll's house insurance, house and car insurance. You can tie together. You can get the same. It doesn't matter about your renewal date. <clears throat> But that's not a problem. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> if we've come as multi-cover, what have you come as? as classic toll. Punchline. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like punchlines like that, November the 18th. Yeah. <laughs> um, Please, for Halloween, can we go? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> such a great shout. Uh, I can be the, your mate who ducks down under the chimney. Oh, right, yeah. I want Pat be the Admiral. Yeah. Oh, no. I, would I, you go dressed as your own character if we course, did that? Yeah, if you I bought would. it? <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we paid the money for those costumes. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Will, will, uh, will that make it in? Who knows? Um, oh, what was the last bit of Potter Watch that I was going to do? The new trailer for Fantastic Beasts. The final trailer has come out. Yes. And we are recording the night before it comes out. I know. But so, here is, here is a, I would say, an honest reaction. I think that looks awesome. Oh, it looks good. I can't wait to see this Have film. you seen the uh, little clip of JK speaking to the fans about it? No. She says, don't make noises because you might ruin the very end of it. Oh. So something's going to happen at the end. The very end of the film? 
no very end of the trailer. Ooh, okay, interesting. Could be a Nicolas Flamel. How about some TTFFU? Tom Toll's fan fiction universe. Uh, listen, guys, uh, we've had a little bit of comedy. We did, yeah, a little bit of comedy. And a little bit of tragedy. Yeah, mm. it's very sad. Now it's time for one that involves a big old twist. What? <sighs> I bet the twist is it's not really a story. <laughs> I woke up and it was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the M. Night Shyamalan has taken an effect. It's pretty much... It's Stefan time, said Stefan, bursting into the dormitory, <laughs> tapping his wrist where his watch should have been. <laughs> pachow, 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 he said, aiming his finger guns at the four occupants of the room. <laughs> oh, great, said the first boy. Stefan time. <sighs> Stefan glanced at what lay open on the table. The second taller boy grabbed it off the table. What, said Stefan, is a marauder, and can Stefan be part of it? <laughs> <laughs> A third boy brushed his dark, long hair out of his eyes. You wouldn't like it, Stefan. It's very silly. You don't like silly, do you? Said Sirius. Um, Do I like silliness? Um, Did your parents disown you and throw you out of the family house? (laughs) Yeah, I like silliness. (laughs) The the only thing more silly is my uh, memory. It's awful. (laughs) I'm doctored silliness. Ask me if I like being silly, he said, pointing at the smallest boy with watery eyes. Do, um, do you like being silly? Yes, mate. That's why I christened myself Dr. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this guy. I'm sorry, Stefan. I'm sorry, Stefan, said the boy with jet black hair, but not green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you look just like your father, except for your eyes. Oh, I suppose dad had a big lightning bolt scar on his forehead, did he? <laughs> Close bracket. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stefan. There's only four marauders. It's all we've got room for, finished James. Okay, said Stefan. Get rid of him then, he said, pointing at the most dishevelled looking of the four. Remus looked taken aback. I'm sorry, you stink like an animal, mate. You have done for six years, and I've had to sleep in the bed next to you. It's well unpleasant. I don't know how you manage. We're all going through puberty, mate. We're all having spectacular changes in our body. But one of your fellow, I don't know, merchant men, marauders, whatever, they should have <laughs> took you aside as a friend and said, mate, it's time you start showering. Do it now, said Stefan, jabbing Peter. Um, come on, mate. Peter, better grow yourself some balls and tell your friend he stinks. <laughs> I mean, what about taking his place in the Mariners? He's awful. What? Spluttered Peter. No offence, like, but why aren't you in Hufflepuff? You ain't a Gryffindor. Stefan, that's enough, barked Sirius. He ain't no, is he? <laughs> barked, yeah. Take him out and put me in. Peter stays, says James, and that's final. We are loyal to each other. All right, Potter got a lot of money as his parents are loaded. I just hope you don't <laughs> live to regret that. Quite frankly, this could be one of the worst decisions you've ever made in your life and could come back to impact not just you, but your future family as well. <laughs> are you pretending to be having those visions again, said Remus? It's all nonsense, you know. Yeah, if you have something you want to say about our future, then why don't you tell us, Trelawney? <sighs> Snarled Sirius. Well, I'm, a, I'm afraid to do so. You have to be part of Stefan's silly squad. And I've uh, just had a look at the membership allowance, and it's uh, Stefan stared at his palm of his hand like it was a clipboard. Oh, it only allows one, and that's me. So you minstrels go off and have a lovely time doing your adventure, and I'll just stay here by myself holding down the fort. <laughs> Thick, heavy tears sank from Stefan's face. James reached up and grabbed his arm. Hey, come on now. Don't get upset. It's not you. 
Stefan stared into his non-green eyes, then quickly, <laughs> quickly back at Peter, then back at James. There, um, there actually is something I need to talk to you about, Potter, about the future. In the moon's nearly out, said Remus. Let's get going. <laughs> See you, Stefan. They all called as I went through the Gryffindor common room. Stefan crawled into bed, staring at the empty room that had been vacated in front of his very, very eyes. Alone again, same time every month. Never mind, he said to himself. I'll tell him tomorrow, memory permitting. Oh. Oh. Now, did you invent Stefan? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stefan Trelawney. (laughs) Stefan is a very annoying person. (laughs) Well, what what got me thinking is there's four marauders. And obviously in in Harry's year, there's five. And so maybe there's five to a year sharing Mm. a dorm. And yeah. every time they go on these adventures, there must just be someone left behind. Mm. And I was thinking, well, that someone must be worse than Pettigrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good it's point. Stefan time. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Hence, Stefan emerged. <laughs> now, how are you spelling Stefan? S-T-P-H-A-N? No, S-T-E-F-A-N. Okay. Stefan. 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 Okay, so Stefan. That got me Stephen thinking, Stefan Trelawney. So what's the relation? Or is there? Is it just Cousin. a cousin? They're cousins. Okay. Thank you very much, Tom. As ever... A uh, very enjoyable fan fiction. I love being part of this universe. The highlight of my week. All right, guys, so let's uh, have a return to an old feature, yeah. a feature we haven't done in a while, The Week in Geek, because a lot of ha- has happened in the world is, of all things geekery this, this week. It's been a geeky week. It's been a very geeky week. First of all... Uh, well, you were very excited about the new Doctor Who trailer. I was, yeah, 7th of October. They've moved it to a Sunday. Um, oh, how does that make you feel? Uh, I don't know, because Sunday for me is always... It's the, it's the night before responsibility again. It's church, bath time, bed, you've got school in the morning. Yeah, and now it's um, bath time, bed, work in the morning. Um, <laughs> just, as long, just as long as my mum can keep coming around and giving me baths. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But yes, yeah, so Sunday night's never been... And there's even an episode of Doctor Who where someone asks him, oh, you know, when are we? When have we landed? That's a time travel joke for you. When yeah. are we? Is it a Sunday? And he says, I never land on Sunday. Sundays are boring. And now the whole show is going to be on on a Sunday. But, mm. so I'll, I'll reserve judgment until it starts, but I think the new trailer looks brilliant. I think Jodie Whittaker looks like she's already doing a fantastic job. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it being on a Saturday, even though I Sunday. don't think I've ever... Oh, sorry, on a Sunday. Even though I've never watched it on a Saturday. But Hannah's, Hannah's a much bigger fan than I am. But I quite like knowing that it's on on Saturday mm. and then watching it on Sunday. Well, that used to be... When I started getting into it, it was a Sunday morning thing. Yes, So we'd be out Saturday night and it was... I think this is why I got into it, because when you're in a hungover state, mm. you want something really easy and positive and colourful and yeah, fun. Yeah, sure. Like Sunday morning cartoons. Well, but there's an element. You're just going to have to drink later on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, the Captain Marvel trailer looks fantastic. Mm. You've seen it, Tom. Yeah, I do find it hard to uh, associate myself with this segment though, because it's called Week in Geek, and I'm I'm a cool guy. You're a you're a cool <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> Tom, just, Tom t- just says dude at the oh, end of sentences. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just what I do now, <laughs> and, and sells it. Cool people, dude. <laughs> That's the price of fame. You become very very cool, Tom. Yeah. Uh, but also, there was the news that there are going to be bigger gaps between the Star Wars films. This is good news. I think this is good news. I think this is this shouldn't even be news. This should have just been the plan from the start. Because yeah, Solo flopped massively. Yeah, and and I 
I mean, I still haven't seen Solo. Right, exactly. Well, that, that, yeah, that is an example. But I think if it was coming out in December like the other films were, I think mm. at this point I'd probably be start, I'd start to be going, oh, do you know what, actually? I think I am quite excited about this film because yeah. I wasn't excited at all. I think I, saw, I didn't even see it is, opening day. Is there one scheduled for this December? No. No. No, no, no. no. Yeah, so they could have just put it then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They would have made a lot more because it's... It was going up against some very heavy competition. I think it came out around the same time as Deadpool 2. Yep. It wasn't that long after Infinity War. It's, yeah. It's expensive to go that to the cinema. That was insane. Yeah, why battle with Marvel? Yeah, when, like, when Considering Marvel's last film wasn't The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> it was It was Black, it was Black Panther, Panther. Which broke records. <laughs> yeah. um, and was critically acclaimed. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know why they wouldn't put it in the Christmas like own Christmas yeah. no one yeah. else is releasing blockbusters that time no of exactly year. I mean you know, obviously we've got the second Fantastic Beast film but that's November mm. That's you've got four weeks of for that to sort of dwindle and then you can take the nut it was silly but yeah so yeah I don't think it, I don't think it's fatigue and I think you know if you look at if you bring it back to Potter if you look at the figures that Harry Potter's films took obviously the, the top two are the first and last because mm. people are most excited about those ones but then if you look at the figures then it's uh, the second one doesn't take a lot of money. The third one is the lowest grossing. Oh, wow. But I don't think that's on the quality of the third film. I think that's based on the quality of the second film. I think people were like, that film was rubbish. I'm not seeing the yeah, third one. Yeah, fool me twice, shame on me. And then it goes up and up consistently yeah. until you get to uh, the last one, which then eclipses everything and word, takes over a billion. Yeah, word of mouth improves. People start going back to see them. Like, no, honestly, it's getting good again. Oh, yeah, it is. I'll tell people it's getting good yeah, again. exactly. And then you have a definitive ending. Which yeah, people absolutely. are going to turn up to see just out of curiosity. You're going yeah. to attract other people just to see. Oh, of course, yeah. If it's a well-made film, it's a well-made film. And the, and like the last four Harry Potter films, I think, are all great. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that's Week in Geek. We had a good geeky chat there, guys. You Although, guys, you had a good geeky sorry, chat. Sorry, I just <laughs> sat back here <laughs> because you're chilling, too good. Tom, chilling Tom, like a dude. Tom put put his shades on, started smoking some illegal cigarettes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Such a cool oh, guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I need you to leave my house. But not before we have a little quiz. Oh. Um, I believe it's Pat's turn to call. Yep. Is it Hedwig's or Wormtails, Pat? I'm going to go with the Wormtails. Oh, look at that. Pat Holland. It right. It's. I promise you, Tom, this isn't fixed. I don't know. Would you like to just go like with... Just like Star Wars, it's not fixed. <laughs> yeah, the implication yeah, being fixed, it's yeah. broken. Yeah, it's absolutely um, broken. Okay, Patrick, would you like to go first or second, mate? Uh, can I go second this time, please? Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this quiz yeah. is on Hogwarts teachers, subjects and exams. Okay? I hope I know a lot about this. So, Thomas. Yes, mate. First question. Mm-hmm. Is teacher-based? Okay. How many Defence Against the Dark Arts teachers did Harry have? He had six. That is correct, sir. Uh, question two. What is Professor Grubbly Plank's first name? It's Wilhelmia. <sighs> I'm going pronounce- to give you half a point. How would you pronounce that name? Well, it's got an N before the A. Yeah, so I'd pronounce I'd it pronounce Wil- Wilhelmina. It's a silent. Is it a silent well, pat or defer to I'm you? I'm pretty sure that was what I said. <laughs> Wilhelmina. You didn't pronounce you the didn't N. Say that. You did not pronounce the N. You said Wilhelmina. Say... Do you know what? Let's save arguments. I'll give it to you, but... But can this episode be called Wilhelm-ear? <laughs> <laughs> Question three. Yes. 
Which subject did Dumbledore teach prior to becoming headmaster? Well, here's the thing. Mm. In the books, he's a Transfigurations teacher. But mm. in the film, we see him teaching about Bogarts, uh, the trailer for the Fantastic Beasts. So he's known as a Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher. <sighs> the answer was Transfiguration. So that's I, what I... I also wrote, if they say Defence Against the Dark Arts, it's a bludger. <laughs> And you, oh, so, but what I will do though is I'll give you that point, yeah. but then it's minus two points, so you're that down to one sick. point. So, Tom, I'm f- the first bludger in a long while. I said that to you as though you should celebrate it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've just done you a favor, I've only taken <laughs> one. Clearly not. So, you're down to one point, but you've got you can you can bring it back here, Tom. In which year do Harry and Ron learn the cheering charms? Cheering. Book three? Third year, correct. Yes. Well done. Wow. And your last question. Uh, what must Harry do to an egg cup in his charms OWL? Fill it with water? Incorrect. Patrick, do you know? Um, is it make it like run off the desk? That's close. It's make it do cartwheels. Okay. Um, okay, so Tom, you end with two points there. Patrick, question one. Yeah. Which subject did Professor Kettleborn teach? Kettleborn. Or is it Kettleburn? I can't I can't read my own writing. Kettleburn. It's Kettleburn. Okay. Um Care of Magical Creatures. Correct. Well done. Um What was the name of Sybil Tree Lawney's great great grandmother who was a renowned seer? Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no. Um <laughs> Ms. Trelawney. <laughs> no, Tom, do you know? Is it Celestina? Celestina? No. Oh, that sounds... It's, it's Cassandra. Cassandra. I knew it began with oh, C. Oh, from the, from the Greek myth. Yes. And, I was, and I'd, I'd written in a little addendum, uh, if you answer it in an only fool's accent, it would have been a bludger. Uh, okay. Who was Professor Tofty? Tofty. Captain Tofty O'Hare. That was... <laughs> Tofty. Professor Tofty... Phil Tufty. History of magic before bins? No, Tom. Do you know? Professor Tufty. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, it's obscure. It's, he was an, an owl examiner. Mm. Um, uh, okay, uh, question four. Mm. Does Amicus Caro or Electo Caro teach muggle studies? Which uh, one? Which is one? It, mate. Um, it's a 50-50. What did you say? Electo? Electo or Amicus? I thought, well, I thought it was Electo. I don't know why. Could be. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Electo. That's correct. Well done. Thank you. Uh, and your last one. Uh, which word does Hermione think she's mistranslated as defense in an ancient runes exam? Uh, I've written it down and I've said I will accept anything close. Because I don't actually know how it's pronounced. She's mistranslated it as defense. As defense. So is it a word written in ancient rune? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tell them, do you know? Uh, she's mistranslated the word to mean defense. <laughs> so maybe something like attack. No, it's uh, it. It's spelled E H W A Z, so Ewa. That's what I said. Ewa. It's, prena- <laughs> it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's silent, uh, actually. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, Pat, I think you end with two, so it's two all. Ooh. Ooh. 
and now we got a game going. And now we've got a snitch going. Right. Okay, guys. Uh, this is a numbers one, so I'll need oh. uh, I need pens and paper. Last week was insane when we. Oh yeah, that, that was, was. hot. If, if you get clo- well, this one I think I th- I'm actually quite confident in you. I'm going to give you a little time here, Tom, because okay. I think you might be able to get an exact snitch here. Oh wow! Let's just testing your knowledge. Okay. Okay. So, what was the net total amount of points awarded to all houses in the ninety one ninety two school year? Well, I've basically just got to guess four numbers and add them together. Yeah. But two, I mean, two of them, Gryffindor and pretty close. Slytherin, they were quite close. Yeah. But can you remember the numbers? No. Oh. <laughs> N- obviously not. No, I can't. Tom, can you remember the numbers? Um, I'll just... Uh, yeah, I, I I thought I did, and then I added that wrong. Oh, you doubted. Oh, he's doubted himself. Can I use my calculator to add, you up, may. Of course to you add can. up these wrong numbers correctly? Of course you can. Thanks, man. Alright. Just have just, okay. just three three guys having a chat. Um um I've added it up. Yeah. I'm not going with that. I'm going with what's here, so I will say it first. You're going, going with what's in your brain. You're yeah. going with what's in your head, not what's in your heart. Yeah. That's an interesting choice. Okay, do you want to give me your answer first then, Tom? One thousand uh uh-huh. six hundred and fifty. Sixteen fifty, okay. Uh Patrick, I'm, I'm way off. Four seven nine. Four hundred and seventy nine. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you, Gryffindor got more than that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. They just uh, give out these points to anyone. I mean, Tom's Tom's closest, obviously. Uh, it was Gryffindor with four hundred and eighty two. Slytherin oh, with Gryffindor four hundred and seventy. Slytherin four seven two. Ah. Uh, Ravenclaw 426 and poor old Hufflepuff with 352 the total was 1,732 you're within 100 Tom that's very good so Tom you get to pick what your snitch is mate (sighs) that's right. this is where I pull it back yeah (laughs) last last week of course we ended with a draw well this week if it says no points whatsoever we'll have another draw again we will could and, and likely could happen it could Knowing happen. What Joe does. Absolutely could happen. What does it say, Thomas? It's not going to as a draw. Two points. Uh, Tom Tom gets two finally points. Finally, a good snitch. Two. Well done, man. Well done, mate. Four two to Thomas. You're the winner. Hey, how does that feel? Like a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Justice has been served because you got a slightly harsh bludger there as well. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well done, Thomas. And uh, well done to the listener for listening this far. Yeah, listen, thanks very much for listening, dudes. Um, we really <laughs> appreciate uh, the fact that you listen uh, every week uh, to us rambling on. It really appreciates. We really appreciate any correspondence you have for us. If you want to get in touch with the show, uh, please follow us on Twitter. Please like the Facebook page. We're at AATTA Pod. Or if you want to get in touch with the show via email, you can AATTA Pod at gmail.com. We really appreciate any correspondence you have for us. Oh, we really appreciate reviews as well. We've noticed a few reviews have gone up this oh, week. Yeah. We don't know who they're from, but thank you so much. Yes. You're clearly paying attention. Um, and they're giving us the five star, which gives us yes, back, which, we're back in the five star. We've got back to the average of five. Get so, it. Mum, you know, no, you no longer need to feel guilty. No. About your accidental one star. Oh, she also, is that why she doesn't need yeah. to feel guilty about all the crimes she's been committing? <laughs> no, no, no. The crimes, <laughs> the, the crimes are putting food on the table, mate. Right, fair enough. <laughs> 
Yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to us ramble about our memories of going to the cinema. Um, mm. If you have any memories of uh, cinema experiences that you want to share with us, please do, because there are loads we forgot to mention today that I bet we'll all go, oh, I want to say that on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be talking more about that. Also, it's just fun to hear about cinema stories. All that remains to be said is that I've been Tom Tolt. I've been Patrick Holland. I've been Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Once again, thanks so much for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can via Twitter or Facebook. We're at AATTAPod. Or you can send us an email. The address is AATTAPod at gmail.com. We'll be back next Thursday with more nonsense. And there's a live show coming up on the 18th yep, of yep. November you at the Bill very Murray. well there, Patrick. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Did you notice the point where I am? I, <laughs> I noticed where you remembered. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, at the Bill Murray in Islington, you can go to angelcomedy.co.uk. Correct. And reserve your tickets, £5, or pay on the door. We suggest reserving, just to be sure you actually get one. We don't want to have to turn anyone away. Like a bloody muggle. I don't know. That's Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. Cut me. Could be calling the gang. Think, hey guys, <laughs> just f- for the film, fingers crossed it's an obscure Japanese film that only I would have seen. Eh? Yeah. Good luck. Um, <laughs> for, okay, yeah. so Mariachi's the tears at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very overrated. Um, <laughs>